Like that. 
Good morning, everybody. I pray that everyone is blessed and safe and well. I pray that the favor of God is upon you and your life. And I pray that in this first Sunday of the new year, that you feel strengthened and encouraged of God, that his favor is resting upon you. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for this time. We thank you for your love. We thank you for your kindness and consideration of us. Give us strength right now, Lord. Strengthen our hearts, our minds, and our bodies. Prepare us for what you have set for us this year. In Christ's name we pray, amen. And God bless you, and may God's favor be upon you. Pray that you're strengthened today. I thank God for you, for you joining us, for you deciding to be with us on this morning. I know that God is up to something good and I'm expecting great things from God. If you're expecting great things from God, why don't you just put that raised hand emoji in there? While you're doing that, go ahead and share this post, tag someone else. Let them know that you're being encouraged of God right now through the word. And we're going to go quick to the word of the Lord this morning, but we're discussing our theme for the year 2021. 
For somebody who's happy, and this may not be everyone, but for someone who knows that it is a miracle that you're still here, I just want you to say, I made it. Why don't you make that post? I made it. Thank God. Thank God I made it. I'm talking to somebody. I'm not talking to everybody. I'm, I'm talking to somebody who at some point during the middle of 2020, you really questioned whether or not you'd be here. Whether or not you'd make it physically. Whether or not you'd make it emotionally. Whether or not you'd make it financially. You had serious questions as to whether or not you would endure to 2021. But some way, somehow, that's my testimony. I praise God that I made it. I made it. I may not have obtained everything I wanted to obtain, but I made it. 2020 may not have been as victorious for me as it was for you, but thank God I made it. I may not have conquered everything I wanted to conquer, but thank God I made it. I made it. And that is a testimony in itself that I made it through my storms, through my trials, through my tribulations, through everything that the devil tried to do to me in 2020. I made it. I have a victorious testimony. And my victorious testimony is simply three words. I made it. The devil tried to take me out, but I made it. Remember, no weapon that's formed against you shall prosper. God has caused you to have the victory. Thanks be to God who has already given us the victory. And I pray that you're living victorious this morning. We're going to the word of the Lord in Philippians, the third chapter. We're going to be looking at Philippians 13 and 14. Again, that's Philippians 3 verses 13 and 14. I pray that you'll follow me in the word there as we discuss our theme for 2021 which is simply the word forward. Philippians 3, 13 and 14 says this. Brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended, but this one thing I do. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth in the, into those things which are before, I press toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God in Christ Jesus. For us, for many of us, it's a familiar scripture, but I felt it appropriate to be thematic for 2021. 2020, as I've said, and I think I say it kindly, 2020 was a lot. It was a lot for many of us. It presented a lot of challenges. It certainly challenged our faith. It challenged our belief system. It challenged even our confidence. There were certain things that we probably took for granted, but our confidence was challenged. And maybe, maybe 2020 caused us to even appreciate things a little bit more. Just being honest, maybe there were some things that you didn't appreciate as much in 2020, before 2020, that you do now. Somebody right now is just thankful. Somebody who's thankful and grateful. I just want you to put that, comment that, thankful, grateful. I'm thankful, I'm grateful for so many things. We know that life itself is fragile. Life is fragile. 
And if 2020 taught us nothing else, it taught us how fragile life is, that we might ought to be thoughtful and thankful for even God's giving us life, for God considering us. The word says, what is man that God is mindful of him, him, that God even considers us. I'm thankful. I'm grateful to be here. I'm grateful to be alive. I appreciate the little things. Thank God for my life. I thank God for my family. Thank God for those who are with me, who I can count on. I thank God for my friends. I thank God for what I have. I may not have much, but that that I do have, I thank God for that which I have. 2020 has caused me to appreciate things even a little bit more. Even appreciate going to church. Obviously, and I'm just being honest, even as pastor, something I took for granted. I took for granted the ability to just be in church, to hug the church family and friends, to hug their children, to share stories, to be in close proximity with them. Something I took for granted. And I apologize, Lord, I'm sorry for taking granted some for granted something that was so important, that was so meaningful that I didn't realize how much I needed, that I didn't realize how helpful it was to me. I took it for granted. And now that I cannot have it, Lord, I appreciate what you did for me, allowing us to congregate, allowing us to come together. And I'm praying with all my might, Lord, help us to get back there. Help us to be able to come together again safely. Help us to be able to hug our neighbors and our friends. Help us to be able to share our testimony, our trials and our triumphs. Help us to be able to sing together, Lord. I miss it. Singing in unity together, singing beside my neighbor. I might not have a great voice, but just singing there, communing, singing, praying. Even as the word says, agreeing as touching, but literally grabbing hands with my neighbor, praying with them by faith. And just having a little more confidence that when they prayed with me, that what I was speaking would come to pass. Lord, I miss that. I'm sorry that I took it for granted. And Lord, I pray that you bring that back to us so that we can safely meet and congregate and pray and praise and testify and cry and hug and sing and enjoy your goodness together. Lord, even the shout and dance of your goodness. Lord, help us bring that back. And Lord, I promise you something. When you bring it back to us, we'll appreciate it a little bit more this time, Lord. We'll be thankful to you a little bit more. Lord, we will not take it for granted. 2020 has taught us to appreciate even the little things. In 2021, having a newfound appreciation for things. I just want to talk about going forward. Because 2020 had its hurts, but you know what? I refuse to take hurt from 2020 with me into this year. I refuse to take the pain. I refuse to take any disappointments. I refuse to take any trials. I'll take the lesson of the trial, but I'm not bringing the trial with me. I'm bringing what I learned from the trial. 
and we should all bring what we learned. But I'm not bringing the pain of the trial with me. Not bringing the pain. Anybody who works out, you work out and you enjoy the results. You want to keep the results, but you don't want to keep the pain. The pain you experience when lifting weights, the pain you experience when running or exercising. You don't want to feel that pain the whole time that you exist. You just want to take the results with you. The same with 2020. I want to take the results of what I have learned through the trial. But I'm not going to take the pain, the turmoil. I'm moving forward. I'm moving forward. I'm going forward. You know what I'm going to do? I'm going to forget those. I'm going to forget the pain of 2020. Yes, I'll remember the lessons of 2020. But I'm going to forget the pain of 2020. Forgetting those things which are behind and reaching forth unto those things which are before. I'm pressing into 2021 toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. I I expect to be better. After a trial as profound as 2020, I expect to be better in 2021. I hope somebody's with me this morning. I didn't go through all of that for nothing. I didn't go through 2020 to come up less than what I was before. I anticipate fully being better in 2021. I anticipate being stronger. I I didn't know I was powerful enough to go through a global pandemic. I didn't know if I had the mental capacity or, 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 or the strength of will to go through such racial turmoil, to, to go through, to deal with tornadoes and damage, to, to deal with the, the contention of elections, to, to deal with some of us have our friends were exposed and we found out that who we thought were friends were not friends. They were not as close to us as we thought. And we found so many rifts and fissures and differences that some of you, your friends changed in 2020. Some of you don't have the same friends anymore. Things were clarified. Things were changed. And after going through all that, I'm not going to go through that whole trial and not take something with me. I'm taking something. I want somebody else to have that, have that spirit this morning. The, the spirit, the, 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 it says the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. I'm taking something from 2020. I'm taking strength. I'm taking courage. I'm taking belief. I'm taking a greater faith. I'm taking a greater stance in God. I'm staking my claim in God. I'm reclaiming my dominion from what I went through in 2020. Remember when David, David and his men returned to Ziklag and the city was burned and all of the the women and children had been taken captive and David prayed, Lord, shall shall I pursue this troop? God said, you shall pursue and you shall recover all. 2020 tried to take a lot, but I have the spirit of David in my heart, in my mind, in my spirit, that I'm going back and I'm snatching from 2020 the good things that it tried to take. And I am reclaiming my dominion in God. God has given me dominion. I'm not giving it up. I'm not letting it go. I have dominion. Somebody hashtag that. I have dominion. I have dominion and I have it right now. I have dominion. 
songwriter said he didn't bring me this far to leave me. I don't believe that he allowed me to get through 2020 just to come up short in 2021. 2020 was a storm that made me stronger. And something I know that when you work out, the longer you work out, the stronger you become. But we went through a strong workout regimen in 2020. Our faith was challenged. Our belief was challenged. Our strength of will was challenged. And after such a long and prolonged workout session, I can't help but believe I'm stronger. I'm stronger than I was before. I have more faith than I, than I had before. I have more determination. I have more grit. I have more belief and trust in God than I've ever had before because I had to lean and depend upon him so hard. I'm taking that from 2020 and believing that God has restored any dominion that I had set aside, any dominion that I had let go. I'm stronger now. I'm stronger now. We're stronger now. You're stronger now. You're stronger than you were before you went in. And I'm declaring and believing by faith that you're stronger now. So because I'm stronger, what did I learn from 2020? Well, the scripture kind of lays it out here. One of the things is I'm aware. 2020 forced you to have some awareness. You ought to be more aware of yourself than you ever were before. When you go through a trial, it tests you. You have to see who you are. It challenges you. You have to look at yourself in the mirror and say, who am I? How strong am I? The writer here, he talks about self-awareness. He says, brethren, I count not myself to have apprehended. In other words, I haven't figured it all out. Self-awareness causes us to check ourselves. Sometimes it's a lesson in humility. We learn that maybe before 2020, we weren't as strong as we thought we were. 2020 came and checked that. It made you be more aware of your strength made you be more aware of your connection to God because when you can't go to church and run and dance and shout and grab people you have to be more aware of your personal relationship with God I can't rely upon someone else's relationship I have to have a personal relationship with God not my mother not my father not my grandmother I have to have a personal relationship with him and when I can't check in at church physically every time I want to, I have to learn how committed I am to God when it's just me and him. I pray that that connection with God has not been severed, but rather has been strengthened during the trial of 2020. You learn that I have to pray for myself. I have to read God's word for myself. I have to spend more time connecting to God. Sometimes I have to consecrate to God for my, on my own, for myself. I have to seek and understand where I stand with God. And I pray that 2020 has taught you that. You may not have somebody convenient to come hug you or lay hands on you, but sometimes you have to read God's word, you have to pray, and you have to lay hands on yourself. And knowing that I'm a believer, these signs shall follow them that believe. They should lay hands on the sick. Even if the sick is me, I can lay hands on myself. And I'm believing by faith that if I trust him, I will be healed. I will recover. 
by his stripes, I am healed. We were healed. It's already done. I've been strengthened in the faith. I become more aware of myself and my connection with God. The scripture talks about connection and one of the keys to going forward is being self-aware. Scripture does not only talk about self-awareness. It says, it says, brother, I count not myself to have apprehended, but it says, but this one thing I do. Not only should you have awareness, but you need to have focus. For those of you taking notes, first of all, first key to going forward is awareness. The second is focus. You have to be focused. It says this one thing I do. Paul is saying, if I don't do anything else, I can focus on this one thing. Sometimes we need to simplify things. We are so encumbered with so many other things. This morning we talked about in Sunday school, we were talking about Martha being encumbered with so many things, but Mary chose the good part. Many times we're so fraught with the trials of life. We're worrying about bills and mortgages and, and jobs and children and, and other things. And we get to forget to focus on one thing, that one thing that is important, our relationship with God. He said, this one thing I do. So we have awareness. We have focus. What's the one thing he does? He says, forget. Forgetting is as much a part of success as anything else. I'll say that again. Forgetting is as much a part of success as anything else. You have to be able to forget. Why should you forget? I love football. For those of you who know, watch it all the time. Looking forward to watching my Titans today. Hopefully they'll be victorious over the Houston Texans and make it to the playoffs. But they say in football, the players have to have a short memory because they can have a bad play. But you know what? They only have about 40 seconds to go to the next play. 40 seconds. They have 40 seconds to forget whatever they just did wrong because another play is coming. They can't sit there and wallow in regret and think about it for moments, hours, days. No, they only don't even have a minute. They have about 40 seconds to forget whatever they just did wrong and be committed to do better on the next play. 40 seconds to lay it aside, to put it down, to not live in their fears, but to have faith and believe that they're going to do better the next time. 40 seconds. If they can lay down and forget in 40 seconds, I believe it shouldn't take us 40 years or 40 months, 40 days, 40 hours to forget our failures. Those things that we regret, we have to let them go. In forgetting, letting go is so important. We have to let go of some things that happened in 2020, some of our failures, some of the things, ways that we came up short. You literally have to let those things go. I want you to consider this for a moment in my analogy. If the quarterback makes a bad throw, he can't sit there on the ground and cry and say, oh, I made a bad throw. I wish I would have thrown a little bit more to the left. I wish I would have thrown a little bit more to the right. 
He can't sit there and pound his his hand with his with pound his helmet with his hand and mope and feel sorry for himself and throw a pity party. He has 40 seconds to get it together and try all over again. I'm telling somebody right now, you've been moping too long. You've been living in regret for too long. You've been living in your fear for too long for God hath not given us a spirit of fear, but a power and of love and a strong mind. You are going to have to let go of your fears. You're going to have to let go of regret and stop allowing the devil to make you feel ashamed. Yes, we all sin and come short. But thanks be to God, if I confess my sins, God is faithful and just to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from all unrighteousness. That means God, where it says he imputes our faith and belief is righteousness. That means if I believe that Christ is my savior and that he has cleansed me from my sins, God sees me as righteous. Even though I've made mistakes, even though I've made errors, my faith is imputed to me as righteousness. In other words, he looks at me as righteous because I have faith in Christ and have trusted him and his sacrifice to wipe away all of my sins. Therefore, I need not be ashamed. I don't need to be ashamed. But the word says, let us therefore come boldly to the throne of grace. Let us come boldly that we might find grace to help in the time of need. He's saying no need to be ashamed, but come boldly. And when you need help, you can ask it of God. Don't allow the devil to make you feel ashamed. The devil has many tricks. He's like, oh, you were just drinking yesterday. You were just cussing this morning. You were just thinking bad thoughts last week. The devil has many tricks to make you feel ashamed. But the Bible says when we confess our sins, God is faithful, even when we're not, to forgive us our sins and to cleanse us from unrighteousness, from shame, from fear. We can come boldly and seek God for everything that we need. So, yes, you must have awareness. You must have focus. You must be able to forget if you're going to move forward. The next thing he said, forgetting those things which are behind me, but not just forget. He says, reaching to those things which are before. That means you have a destination. You have a plan. You have a purpose. God is taking you somewhere. God is taking you somewhere. This is not all for now. God is taking you somewhere. I want you to get that in your spirit. He's taking you somewhere. God is taking me somewhere. There is a purpose and design behind everything that I've been through. None of anything that I've ever been through has been wasted. God has a purpose and a plan for me. He's taking me somewhere. I don't have time to wallow in fear. I don't have time to wallow in regret. I can't sit down and feel sorry for myself because God is taking me somewhere. There's a destination that God has in mind for me. God has great things lined up for me. I have to seek after the things of God. I have to go after what God has for me. I have to keep reaching. Somebody, that, that's that's my word for you. That's my message. That's that's my simple the simple message I have for somebody this morning. Keep reaching.
keep reaching. You're going forward, you keep reaching. Don't reach behind, you reach forward. Reaching unto those things which are before. Reaching forward. I'm reaching forward into what God has for me. I'm not stuck in my past. That's why I have to forget. Because I cannot both try to reach for my past and reach forward. Can't do both. Because I'm going to be leaning in one direction. Either I'm going to be leaning backwards or I'm going to be leaning forward. So to allow me to sustain reaching forward, I have to forget which was what is behind me. And reach forward into that which is before. Keep reaching in 2021. Keep reaching forward. Keep going forward in God. Don't reach back. You have to reach forward. The writer then says in verse 14, he says, reaching forward into those things which are before, he says, I press. Press means I'm pushing. Press means not only am I reaching forward, but I'm reaching forward with power. I'm reaching forward with purpose. I'm reaching, I'm grabbing, I'm snatching, I'm taking. I told you the, the kingdom of heaven suffers violence, but the violent take it by force. I, I'm violently rushing and pursuing in the direction that God has for me so that I can reach and attain everything that he wants for me. And when I say reach and grab, I'm not talking about things. I'm not talking about cars. I'm not talking about homes. I'm not talking about money. I'm talking reaching forward in my purpose. That means I'm setting my affections on things above, not on things of this earth. I'm reaching to be one thing. I'm reaching to have more faith. I'm reaching to be more satisfied. I'm reaching to be more content. Because you'll learn that contentment often is not in having more. It's being satisfied with less. It's in minimizing what you have. Because the more you have, even the world puts it this way, more money, more problems. Even the world says that. The more you have to deal with, the more problems. And that's not how God operates. The blessings of the Lord maketh rich and addeth no sorrow with it. That's how God operates. Whatever he gives you, it will not bring you sorrow. But he says, I wish above all things I thou mayest prosper and be in health. What? Even as your soul prospers. He is not going to give you anything that interferes with your relationship with him. Thanks be to God who gives us the victory. But he also allows us to maintain our sanity. We don't lose ourselves even in what he gives us. But he gives us just the amount we need. My God shall supply all your need according to his riches in, in glory. Thank God for giving me everything that I need. So when I reach, I'm reaching for more faith. I'm reaching for more peace. I'm reaching to have a closer relationship with God. Because the closer you are to God, the less you have to ask for. The closer you are to God, the less you have to ask for. I often give the analogy, when you live in the house with your parents, certain things you don't have to ask for, they're natural benefits of being inside the house. The same is with God. The closer I am to him, the less I have to ask for, for he's already supplying all my needs. Remember in your reaching in 2021, 
reach for set your affections on the intangible on things the devil cannot steal cannot take away you can take my car you can take my home you can take my job but you can't take my peace because God has given me a peace that passes all understanding when I'm reaching I'm reaching for more joy I'm reaching for more peace I'm reaching for more faith I'm reaching to have a closer connection to God because the closer I am to him, the less I need. Final thing that the writer says, I'm pressing toward the mark for the prize of the high calling of God, which is in Christ Jesus. Not only are you pressing, you're pressing for a certain mark. You're pressing for a certain thing. Remember, I told you we're not looking for earthly things. But our heavenly father, he already knows what you have need of. Remember what Jesus said. He said, consider the lily. It neither toils nor spins. But our heavenly father meets its needs. Are you not more valuable than the lily? Are you not more valuable than the raven? Our father knows what we have, have need of. So when we simply seek his kingdom first, all of these other things shall be added unto us. My prayer for you in 2021 and for us all, for me first, is to be more kingdom minded. My prayer, Lord, is to reach and touch as many people as I can touch, to encourage as many people as I can encourage to give unto many, as many people as I can, to be a blessing, to share the light of Jesus Christ with as many as I can. If I'm going to have a resolution for 2021, is Lord, help me reach more people with the light of Jesus Christ than any year ever before. I'm gonna forget what I failed to do in 2020, but I'm reaching forward into 2021 to do better, bigger, and greater things for God. And my prayer for you is that you do the same. Can I pray with you? Heavenly Father, Lord, we thank you for these few moments. Hopefully, Lord, where your word aligned our hearts, our spirits, and our minds with your purpose, with your design. To set aside our worldly ambitions, to set aside our capitalistic desires just to acquire things but to do like you told Martha as it relates to Mary to focus on the important part don't be troubled by so many things but to focus on the purpose that you have for us Lord you said if I be lifted up I'll draw men unto me help us to lift you up higher Help us to shine the light of Jesus Christ into more homes, into more lives than we ever have before. Help us to reach into 2021 and forget the pain of 2020, but to take the lessons, the strength, and the power, and the restoration of dominion that you gave us through that trial. And we're trusting God for all these things. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. Bright Temple and friends, I pray my prayer for you for 2021 is that we go forward, that we be stronger and that we attain everything that God has for us in this year. 
I'm leaving nothing behind, but I'm trusting God that he's going to give me everything that he promised me in his word. May you be blessed. partner with us on Cash App, just look for Bright Temple in the two line. And in the four line, tell us the purpose of your gift. If you would rather mail your gift, you can mail us at Bright Temple, Post Office Box 453, Shelbyville, Tennessee, 37162. Thanks in advance for your generosity, and we pray God's blessings on you and your gift. 